top so good, they deserve a touchdown. Dib Nation, it's Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. Live in the Washed Media Studios. Having fun today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to host, if that's cool with everybody. Is that cool with you? I'm okay with it. That's Dylan, Dylan Shivery, here in studio with me. Have you ever, and I just want to see how relatable this is, have you ever eaten tater tots and then thought to yourself, like, these are so good. They deserve a touchdown. Tots so good, they deserve a touchdown. Yeah, I have actually. Okay, I thought so. I'm glad I'm not the only one. It's just like once, it's the juxtaposition Between. of the the soft potato with the crispy outer layer oh. that's deep fried, and sometimes like the only way to express that is via touchdown. I've had some that are like decent. They deserve like maybe like a first down, <laughs> or like a, a 15 yard and like. Mm. you know out like in and out fries those are like uh three and out yeah <laughs> yeah those are stuffed at the goal line fries mm-hmm. but like sometimes you get a tot and it's like pay dirt no this is this you tot's I mean? a game changer yeah exactly it's like uh good i'm glad i'm glad i'm not the only one it's like yeah. a, a 60 yard field goal to win the game speaking of 60 yard field goals to win the game joining us f- for the first time in the new stew the new ish stew Live from Madison, KJ. I'm so happy to see I'm not the only one on the podcast with wood now. Excuse me? Huh. Oh, you look talking. Okay. It's reclaimed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was, it, it did belong to somebody else. They claimed it. And then we were like, <laughs> wait a minute. We should have that wood. And so we claimed it after well, them. We went before the king. And he asked that we both both state our claims yeah. to this wood. And, and it was awarded to us. It was awarded to us with no bloodshed. Fair and square. Well, What's I up? I think it's an appropriate uh, appropriate way to celebrate National Indigenous Peoples Day. Welcome to spooky season for myself. Again, it's my first episode with you fellas in the month of October, uh, in the studio at least. So uh, just all around posy vibes. Uh, I'd like to first commend Dylan for uh, bypassing the opportunity to say 15-yard comeback because uh, he paused. I was thinking the same exact <laughs> same exact one. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go with out route. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to use comeback because I know that you guys would have just perved out on it so hard. So the uh, audio I, you I, heard to kick off this pod, I don't know if, KJ, this is a fairly recent development. You've seen these NIL deals these college kids are getting? Uh, I'm aware. I'm well, aware. I said I'd retire if that ever happened, but that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> well, that's a that's a Quinn Ewers Xavier Worthy. Yes, they look like they're co-sponsoring. Or they're actually that's the other way around. They're sponsored by Sonic. Also, roommates too, by the way. Those two. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sonic dropped the NIL bag. Quinn and Xavier, and uh, they crushed the video. It's, it's truly one. It's so, like, you know, the so bad it's good. That gets thrown around a lot. But the video is really a heaping pile of shit. <laughs> the audio's <laughs> terrible. They're, they're trying to act, and they're just, you know. Well, the audio is, like, the 
Yeah. It's insanely bad. It's like they put in no effort. It's like they just mounted an iPhone on the, the dashboard of the car and they played some music over it. I don't know. It's not great, but look, it gets the job done. And I'm going to go get an ocean water after the podcast is what I'm trying to say. Water, big ocean water, KJ. So it was self-produced? Uh, it like, appeared this so. meant to be first first party content or if whatever? It, if it was third party produced, then uh, they need to turn their credentials in or I, something. I don't know what the regulations are for like this, the University of Texas social media person to be able to like video that. But if that was someone associated in any way, There's shape, no or way. form outside of a player, they uh, they need their credentials revoked. I'm not saying lose their job, but they need to at least be like, they need to go through a training seminar. Uh, use a lav mic one time, Randy. Randy <laughs> liked that one. Yeah, Randy gets it. Anyway. Uh, do we know for sure that uh, this is not cool, Datum? Because uh, I've been seeing a lot of him on the TL. And he would never. Nothing would, would would lead me to think that this was his level of work. This, this doesn't uh, sound like his work. His fingerprints would not be on uh, something so poor. So no. What was the tweet of the weekend from Cool Adam? I was I was I was hoping you were going to fill us in with it. <laughs> Hang on, it was something about spooky season or Halloween. He said it do be hitting. He said something. something about Halloween this year be hitting. He's not wrong. Which like, you know. We all we've been thinking that we haven't really shared it to my knowledge publicly, but yeah, I mean there is just something going on that be hitting this year specifically. No, <laughs> man, I, I hope he's having a hell of a Halloween. Oh, it's hitting. Um, it is hitting. Like it sounds like it is. Yeah, uh, that's all I have. I, I will not bring too much attention uh, to what's going on on our dip picks this year. Uh, but I do want to say again, it's an honor to be competing with uh, such combatants as yourselves. You're really we're making it really making me uh, very easy on you. Give my all, really, yeah. really turn into my best year yet. Dip picks, of course, all lines we uh, we gather from uh, our good friends at DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. That's true. So check it out. Check out DraftKings. Use code Washed. Use code WASH, you'll get $200 instantly when you bet five on any football game. Check out the show notes for details. And that, my friends, is added value. Yeah, you are doing uh, quite well, KJ. We saw one of your 12 posts over the last two days. Very cool, KJ. Very cool. What'd you do yesterday? Did you go six uh, and two all weekend or? Seven and two on the weekend. Uh, (laughs) Shouts to the Bengals for closing that out. With uh, that field goal that eliminated the opportunity for the Ravens to win by three and or push. Um, That was a a really good feeling. But yes, people have noted in a couple of my responses that the number of tweets about dip picks seems to be at all time highs when I'm doing well. Yeah. In fact, yes, they absolutely will be. (laughs) Well, shout out to the guest for the first time missed the big boy stack. Which is huge for me, huge for all of us, Same. really, but mainly me. I went up. I had a poor overall record. I'm coming for that ass. Did hit the big boy stack. Your I, ass. I hit the big boy stack by 40 points, by the way. Didn't see that coming, I'll be honest. Yeah. Man, if only somebody... Y'all had your big boy stacks in the bag, like, in the first quarter on both sides. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. ugly. I kind of, I, I knew Tennessee was good, but I feel like I have not been giving them proper credit because they are, uh, I think they're slowly working their way up the Brett Merriman 
um, might be sneaky good list mm-hmm. to like is actually very good, like an ab- absolute problem good. Of course, coached by all-time trash by Josh Heupel. Okay, this feels like there's other things you could use to describe him. Is oh, you gonna go? Kind of looks next? like Chip Kelly, Bod, Josh Heupel. Is that a there, better description? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll take I'll take Chip Kelly's bot all day over Josh Heupel's. No offense. Well, that's quite offensive. I understand. Sorry. Do we? Uh, in what way do we want to be insufferable today? Because there's a couple of different directions. <laughs> because, as uh, many are aware, the University of Texas defeated the uh, Sooners of Oklahoma uh, via shutout, forty-nine-zero at the Cotton Bowl. We could start there, or or. The Dallas football Cowboys, KJ, went into L.A., took down the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. We don't have to start Can either of those. Or, or I'll give you a third option. This is a real choose-your-own-adventure in honor of our friend Brett. Texas State Bobcats, one of the biggest upsets in the history of little San Marcos. I heard a lot of booty chatter, or I read, actually, to be more accurate, uh, booty chatter on Twitter saying that Maybe Texas State's better than Texas A&M as they beat the team that beat Texas A&M. Do you believe in the transit of property? Uh, not all the times. Not all the times. Only when it's convenient. But right now, I certainly sure. do. Only when it's good banter. Sure. Um, Eat them yeah. up. Look, it was, a, it was a good weekend in football. There was a lot that went down. Um, but, KJ, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, since you're back, you look refreshed. You look like a guy who was in Dallas for a week. Happy birthday, belated, but happy birthday nonetheless. Happy birthday, Cage. Hey, I hope thanks. You, hope you got some tots. Tots so good, they deserve a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I scooped any tots, but I wish I got some from Sonic. That's the one place I didn't hit. That's how good the tots um, are, KJ. No I place. Don't, I don't know why you don't understand it. No man. place hops like Sonic. They're so good. All they had to do was take the two of them and FaceTime the other two guys who rode around in cars and ate Sonic that were like ten years running the best thing on best things on commercial. These guys were good. And I'd be I'd be in for it. Uh, yeah, college football is definitely um bring me to the point where I can say them Bobcats might might give old Spavital a chance to keep his job. Dude, uh, signature win for Spav. <laughs> I thought that was impressive. And so they beat Appalachian State. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. 19 but and a half as point I was, uh, Beat them by 10. Exactly. I think. As I was digging through that, I was like, well, how good was Appalachian State? This is their third loss on the year. Obviously, they beat Texas A&M. That led me to say, uh, who else won that weekend? Marshall beat Notre Dame. Marshall has like three or four losses. Like all of these big upset teams who you know went and knocked somebody off, none of them were good. Game day was at... App State the following week, and they mm-hmm. barely wasn't it like on a hail mary that they beat. Uh, yeah, I want to say Troy, or did, yeah, like like just like so. Yeah, they they had the emotional letdown. I don't know uh, how much truth is to that, like the adrenaline dump or the emotional dump of knocking off a, a big program. But they started off so hot they got they hosted game day. Let's yeah. not forget this is wild. <laughs> wild now they lost wild. to Texas State. The cats. That's, that's a that's a fallback to reality, ooh, isn't it? Man, if you've never been to San Marcos on a on a ooh a nice September or October night and heard the train go by as oh, like the fourth quarter train. stars, ooh baby, it brings oh, yeah. back uh, shades of Barrick Neely in the uh, D one double A playoffs, which also, uh, we should have we awesome. should have won, but 
Also waking up at 3.30 in the morning to change the flag or put the flag up in front of the frat house. Yeah. While the train was going and no one else in the whole town was awake. Or just or just getting, uh, you know, the shit kicked out of me by some guy who was like a sixth year senior With for no just reason. A, just a big old wad of Copenhagen yeah. in his lip. Just stomping me out because he had issues. <laughs> Uh, but honestly, we only we only bring that up because uh, as a podcast that definitely supports the transitive rights of college football, I think it's worth noting that what A and M almost did on Saturday and uh, coming close to beating Alabama with their backup, uh, that probably would have led to way more celebration of Jimbo than would have ever been deserved. And I'm glad that he lost. Well, I don't me, hate Jimbo, but it's a train wreck. Let me uh, let me ask you guys this. Dylan's a big moral victories guy. We learned that a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Moral victory for the Aggies. Question. Um, I saw some like A and M beat writer talk about how Texas A and M is like the third youngest team in college football. Lot to look forward to, of Aggies course, Nation. Implying that losing to a team like Alabama as such a young team um, means a very bright future is ahead. And there might be something to that, but. Uh, uh, I've seen some moral victories being thrown around. And, you know, sometimes when you come off a 5-7 and seven season like the Longhorns did last year, a nice moral victory against a team like Alabama I think is acceptable at times. Um, I do owe somewhat of an apology to Haynes King, the quarterback for AM. I've been dragging him nonstop. Talking about how terrible he is. And he he is terrible. Um, okay. But, but he threw a couple touchdown passes. and This doesn't deserves, seem like a real apology. He deserves credit for scoring yeah i don't i don't know if this if this apology deserves a touchdown he's bad <laughs> that's that's how that apology differs from tater tots it's, pass is so good they deserve a touchdown now that makes too much let's sense. let's yeah. go ahead and get into it what uh i saw the fellas rendezvous saturday morning 11 o'clock kick for the red river rivalry have you guys heard about state of fair texas Man, actually deep fry oreos i call it the shootout steal they deep fried butter, KJ. Deep fried butter, and it's actually really good. It just tastes oh like Our, buttery uh, batter. Intern Callie went to the game, and she told me, I was like, I need a rundown of all the food you ate. And she gave None. it to me. It was uh, fried ice cream, fried Oreo, okay. corn dog, of course, um, things of that nature. And I was just like, you know what? You did it. I've had fried pizza, the fried <sighs> butter. I've had a fried PB&J, which was outstanding. Mm. They'll, just, they'll fry up. A shoe, if you hand it to him, whatever you want. Yeah. A, fr a fried ug. I love the fair. Love the fair. I love too. fair food talk. I don't think that people outside of the state of Texas realize like 95% of those vendors just drive to the next state fair and it's the same shit every Oh, day. is it really? Like it's, it's not always unique to Texas. Like the ones that win each year, like they give away those awards and they put them on a map, like they usually debut their hot shit at Texas. So, you know, there's some benefit. Yeah. But, but I, maybe, I don't know if this is um, something that only is relatable to us, but we got fair tickets. We had a fair day. We got the day mm -hmm. off of school. And I mean, pretty much like K through 12 the entire time. And there was fair day, got your tickets. And then, you know, Duncanville gets to go this day. DISD goes on this day. And you just go to the fair instead of going to school. You don't have to go. It's not like a, they don't take you on like a school bus. But yeah, that's, that's a, a that's time. a thing. It would be today. Leave us usually some saltwater taffy. Yeah, it's a it's a Monday. Saltwater taffy. Columbus Day is a, whatever. Forty nine. Yeah, it's nothing. also the day that you're most likely to see high schoolers fighting each other at the fair now. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, Texas OU, 11 a.m. kick. It was over by 11.15, I think. <laughs> no, actually, uh, first series, actually, Texas was, I believe, three and out. Um, but then it just, it was just on from, from then on out. Um, unbelievable performance by Texas. I did not see that coming. I, I, I was pretty confident, especially when it was announced that OU's starting quarterback would not play. The Texas would win pretty easily, but I could not have predicted a shutout and 49 points being hung on the board. Yeah, I think Dylan Gabriel, he's fine, and he definitely does not win that game for OU. Maybe he puts a couple touchdowns on the board. Mm -hmm. But the, I, to me, this game was – when I saw that Quinn was playing, I was like, this is going to be a blowout. I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't call 49-0 or anything, but I thought a double-digit win was definitely going to happen just because he's that good, and – he he backed up the uh, twelve minutes he played against Alabama, and then some. I thought they left him in too long. When did they finally take him out? Beginning of the fourth. I don't think he played much of the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah I mean, I expected him to be pretty rusty. I mean, like I said last week, the dude has played literally like five quarters of football since his junior year of high school before this game. Very little football, um, but my God, he can absolutely sling it. He had one bad throw. He was trying to throw it away off his back foot, got picked. It was the easiest pick that kid will ever have. But other than that, he was awesome. He throws across his body. It's insane. Like, I, I'm not a Texas fan, but he is so fun to watch. Texas, outside of, like, the TCU game, I think they're – hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself Oklahoma, here. They have I got to respect Oki State. In Stillwater. That's in Still – okay. In Stillwater. It is an afternoon kick, which might help a bit. Um, so the TCU game – which will be there, Fort Worth. Yeah, <laughs> thumbs down. I think it's from in Fort Worth. Correspondent in Madison. And then that game in Stillwater are going to be challenging, but um, the conference is there for the taking if Texas plays well here on out. I think Quinn Ewers just gives everyone a little bit of a little lift. He's good enough to beat any of those teams. Yeah. Not so fast, my friend. Oh, is this the November nineteenth? Uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Assuming their quarterback stays healthy that entire game against TCU, they probably find a way to eke out a win. I, I'm not saying that to just crap all over TCU. I just think on the road at Kansas, if they don't drop like two or three games between now and then and just like give up on the year, that's a team that has shown that they can, you know, show up and deliver. The Kansas backup filled in admirably. That kid's good too. So Jalen Daniels is out four to six weeks. Oh, is that official? Uh, I saw that on Twitter. No, a couple hours ago, I think he's out four to six weeks, which would probably he'll probably be back by the Texas game. Um, mm. but that I, I feel terrible for Kansas. That really changes the dynamic of an incredible season that they were putting together. That sucks big time. I don't know how game day screwed them. I don't know they how good they're going to the be without him. Dumb. Um, quarterback play in college football is so vital to your team. So we'll see. Um, that sucks. Any credit deserved uh, to go toward uh, the Horn Frogs? Max Dugan, KJ. What are your thoughts on him as a quarterback? Uh, uh, congratulations to that young man. I won't speak ill of him personally. He's a gamer. Uh, Big gamer type. I won't celebrate that team at all, but I will say this. Um it's been admirable, admirable of what they've done so far. It did show, I think, the amount that Texas beat Oklahoma by 
And again, TCU played them without Dylan Gabriel for the bulk of that game as well. Uh, I would say that it's not a fluke that Oklahoma looked that bad without their starting quarterback. Back to Dylan's point about like how critical your QB is. I do find it a little strange that we still have teams finding themselves like completely ass out without their starter in the day and age of college football like today. Not that you have the ability to like keep multiple quarterbacks happy, but if you're in Oklahoma, if you're, you know, um, who is Alabama, who comes to mind, like your team shouldn't look so much worse when you turn around and you've got Texas. Hudson Card is not whatever the backup for Dylan Gabriel is. But next year, theoretically, they're going to have Arch Manning and, and Quinn Ewers on a, on a roster. You know, and, and that's kind of a singular experience, but it shouldn't be the drop-off from Dylan Gabriel to whatever the hell it was that Oklahoma's run out there two weeks in a row. That, well, that just shocks Oklahoma me. Oklahoma had 39 yards passing on Saturday. That's not great. 39 yards passing. Not every team can have a Cooper Rush, guys. Tie that into a future seg. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, we'll back get to there. Quinn. He, I have never had a man crush like this on a football player that I, since Vince for sure, but that was such a long time ago. I can barely remember it. You were just a wee lad. The dude is he's he's so legit with the football in his hands. It's unbelievable. I, I fucking love it. Does he make your pants hard? He makes my pants a little stiff, a little Jesus. Bit. So, what would Reclaim be a disappointment stuff. for the for the remainder of the season? You've got number eight, Oklahoma State. You've got undefeated still, Kansas State, Kansas, and Baylor, and TC, whatever. Kansas State has we, a loss. We already talked about the schedule. Um, oh, they do? Yeah, they lost to Tulane, right? I, I believe I said after the loss to Texas Tech, I said seven You're and right. five would be like an acceptable season for Texas. Uh, then they handle West Virginia pretty handily. And then, of course, they absolutely destroy Oklahoma 49 to nothing. Most importantly, though, the offense just looks completely different with Quinn Ewers playing. Um, I think nine and three, so one more loss, I think would be an excellent season. If they lose to either, you know, Oklahoma State <clears throat> or um TCU, one of those that one of those could definitely happen. Going to Stillwater, Stillwater concerns me. Nine and three would be an excellent season. Um eight and four, I'd like I'd I'd be pretty happy with that, but it also it also feels like this team is just a little different now, and that that might just be the the Texas fan in me talking. But um, the way that the offense looked and the way Quinn Ewers looked the other day, it made me think that this the whole team was just going to be better because of like the hope that he brings. I mean, it's corny. I get it. Um, are we? Am I? Am I not giving enough credit to the uh, the Pokes? Okie State. No. Because they haven't played like they are the epitome of haven't played anybody yet, but they still have a lot of talent. So it's hard to say. Spencer Sanders looks good. He looks better than he has. He hold on to the ball. They rolled into Waco. I don't know how good this Baylor team is. And but they they struggled at home against Tech. Tech uh right. I don't know. So it's just I was watching that game. And I'm trying to figure out, like, dude, am I not giving them credit? Or I, I don't, I don't know. They're they're the Big Twelve. That's their current, uh, their best hope, right? Because obviously they're undefeated. But it's weird because I, I saw people. I heard Greg McElroy at uh, during the Texas OU game saying the Big Twelve might be the best conference, like top to bottom. 
And it's just that debate because, you know, you might have a lot of one-loss teams. Is that because, you know, is it parity? What is it? And I, I don't really know what the Big 12 is. And, and a lot of that has to do with uh, the best quarterback has only played four quarters, Quinn Ewers. And OU, the perennial powerhouse, is this is the worst OU team in how long? No. A long, long, long time. It's the deepest conference. It I'm, is I'm deep. not ready to say it's the best, but it's the deepest conference. Like the – the fifth best team in the Big 12 is like a pretty good football team. Yeah, I fifth think best team in, in the Big 10 or SEC is probably not as good as the fifth best team in the Big 12. I think that's fair. I think what's really boning them is that K-State lost to Tulane. Because K-State. Yeah, and I'm looking back at Oklahoma State. I'm sorry to talk over you there. The, I said hadn't played anybody. You're right. They have played Tech and Baylor, and I wasn't trying to insult them. But Oklahoma State's issue is that opening game they played central michigan like 52 to 44 52 48 or something like that uh and that probably soured people on what they were going to look like for the rest of the year um i would like to point to you know not to cold pizza take you know pti this uh in terms of best division we were talking conference at large but best division the big 10 east home to undefeated penn state michigan and ohio state right now is looking pretty salty. And I don't think anybody's going to question Ohio State. Michigan proved themselves last year. Penn State is like that reliable 9-win, 10-win team. I feel like probably by the end of this year. Um, that would be a stout uh, competition, at least on the top end. Now, I don't think anybody's going to say the other half of the conference when Illinois is leading the Big Ten West like there's any discussion there. Same thing with the Pac-12. Like, I don't think any of us are going to be out here riding for, I don't know, uh, the rest of the Pac-12 beyond Utah and Washington State and UCLA and USC. I don't know. Yeah. No, I could, I agree. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I uh, I clearly did not respect UCLA. I thought, uh, I thought that was a – Easy, not an easy dub. I thought it was a dub for Utah. I thought it set up USC Utah next week. A big, you know, huge game in the in the Pac-12, and it's still going to be a big game. But yeah, UCLA handled business, and they finally uh, is that a signature win? I'm going to use that as many times as I possibly can. But in the in the era of uh, what's his name, Chip Kelly, uh, it's probably his best victory. Certainly, the team's best start. Again, the theme being. He's got a quarterback who's been there for three years. I have also been out on Haynes King since I saw him. I didn't watch it in person, but saw him win the state title. Cried like nobody's business because his dad's the head coach. It was a beautiful moment, but it was like an 11 on a scale of 10 of sports crying going on. I was like, oh, man, I'm not even like masculinity uncomfortable. It's just like a lot of crying going on here. And uh, I don't know if you saw at the end of the game the, the other day against Alabama, but like, the dude lost it then. So I just figured maybe he's not ready for that stage. We're talking Haynes King. Haynes King. And he performed. But he's the kind of quarterback like um, UCLA's quarterback where three years in, if he's starting there two and a half years from now, whatever, like that guy's you know a Heisman candidate, unquestionable. Like I think he's that level talent if you let him sit in a system for that long. Um but I don't know if he'll get to. Well, so. ho hopefully he doesn't follow Dylan on Twitter. <laughs> if he if he does, he surely he unfollowed a few weeks yeah, ago. I hope he I hope he yeah. unfollowed you. Um, um, can I do a quick um, yes delve into 
my this week in rating rankings are the worst. Please do. Um, at home, in your car, at your office, wherever you might be. Uh, of course, follow all the roads, rules of the road and whatnot. But take a moment and uh, look over the most recent rankings that were released yesterday, AP or coaches, and you will not find a team that has lost three times in the last two years by a combined a combined total less than eight points amongst those three losses altogether, like a two-point loss, three-point loss, three-point mm-hmm. loss, whatever. Undefeated this year, not ranked. Quarterback has been there for the last two years, not ranked. And that would be Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Mm. Makes no sense. Rank the Chanticleers. I will not insert the rest of the words that I've added to the rundown. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fine. You jerks. It I, says. I'm looking at. I'm looking at their uh, their schedule. What's their What's their signature win? KJ. Is it <laughs> Is it Buffalo? A nice 38 26 uh, takedown of the Bison. It's been. It's them being six and zero in the. In the midst of Hurricane Ian hitting the eastern coast, Ooh, eastern seaboard, so force field. You know, I I respect all survivors no, of natural I, events. I, you know what, I co-sign that. Yeah, okay. Let me see. Yeah, look, hey, okay. I, I support that. They beat Louisiana Monroe, mm-hmm. Old Dominion, Dogs, Gardner Dogs. Webb. Anyone? Does anybody know where Gardner Webb is on the map? You don't. Uh, Buffalo <laughs> and Georgia I State. I guess New Hampshire. Those are their five wins. No, wait. Six wins. They Six. also played Georgia Southern. Coming up, we've got we're going to have a showdown with App State, who is a puzzling team, as we've learned, and then also James Madison at the end of the year, who is ranked. JMU is good. JMU and they is are ranked. Good that's 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 what bo- that, that's what bugs me. JMU does not have a better win than they do. Uh, and again. We know my complaint on the top end of the rankings is that you get credit for something you did last year. <clears throat> they seem to be getting none of that. Six games into the year, they should have been thrown the bone of being 25th team by now. To clarify, they hadn't, That's yet, all I gotta say. They hadn't yet played Old Dominion before someone corrects me on Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that they're is, on the 12th. Is, uh, this weekend. That would be a really embarrassing mistake to make. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out where Gardner-Webb is, but yeah, let's carry on. Carry on. Um, would we miss? What was the dust up with Jackson State with Dion and the uh, other coach? Did you see that? That was weird. Uh, the other, the other coach is son of historical uh, Grambling, I should say, uh, the late great Eddie Robinson, longtime coach of Grambling. Um, they tried, or they tried. Dion went to do your post game handshake, but kind of went in for the hug afterwards. Eddie Robinson brushed him off, and when asked about it afterwards, he said that he ain't swack, which is you know, the name of the conference and. I think there's a lot of sentiment about Dion in uh, the SWAT conference historically. Uh, um, HBCUs uh, fill out the conference that he's kind of doing it all for himself and not so much for the pub. Uh, and I would probably just argue, but it's helping you, isn't it? And leave it at that. Uh, Gardner-Webb, Boiling Springs, North Carolina. Oh. I'll, I'll allow anyone to guess east or west there. I have no idea. Uh, man, I was going to say that. Boiling <laughs> Springs? Boiling Springs. Far southwest. Where the springs boil. <laughs> you guys got anything else on college football? <clears throat> I do not. TCU. Come on. 
Undefeated. I'm just saying. TCU Oklahoma State this weekend. We'll talk about it. Oh, that's, that's, that's a big one. Or, this is, this is or a, do you have any comment on it? No. <laughs> no, I think I think where is it? Is it in Fort Worth? Funky Town. Uh, it's in in that place. Amon Carter. Yeah, I, I I like I don't know. We'll we'll preview it Thursday night on the live stream, six thirty central, only on YouTube. The dip. too much dip YouTube. Check us out. Um, you want to talk Roback for a sec? Let's just shout out our good friends at Roback. Listen, you all know about Roback. We've been talking about them for years. We love Roback performance tees, the best polos out there. Uh, the hoodies are fantastic. QZ season is upon us. Dude, they actually they released shorts recently. Joggers. Joggers, too. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot about the joggers. They're doing everything now. We love Roback. You will, too, if you haven't already tried it out. Backer20, the promo code Backer20. We'll get you 20% off at checkout. It is a one-time use code, so load that card up. Load it up. Those herring um, bone QZs are hitting. Yeah, they do be hitting. This, this year specifically, KJ. Halloween and the, what do you call them, herringbone? <laughs> and tater tots. Something about those herringbone <laughs> QZs do be hitting. That's right. <laughs> um, Matt Rule got fired. I only bumped this to the top of the list as I missed last week and as I was checking the rundown. Somebody uh, apparently felt strongly that Matt Rule should have been fired. So uh, congratulations. I'm assuming that was you. We were sitting here earlier in the bullpen talking about Matt Rule, and Dave said, I think he gets fired next week. Five minutes later, it hits the TL. Schefter and Rappaport, I think. Rappaport first. Rappaport beat him by like literally one second, I think. Yes, but but Shefty had a lot of yeah. uh, unnecessary detail. He in used his tweet. more characters. He just he just described like stuff that's like not really groundbreaking facts. Mm-hmm. Like he was there for four years or something. He was like, okay, dude. Does Matt Rule become the, the hottest name in college football coaching search slash rumors? Yes, I think so too. He has proven he did it at Temple. What he did, I. Trying to not be a homer here, but what he did at Baylor's in a very short amount of time. In a short amount of time, um, in which got him the job in Carolina, winning like one or two games his first year, and this is post scandal, and getting the guys to buy in, getting the guys who didn't want to be there out, and then, you know, going to the losing to OU in the Big Twelve championship game, it's insane. That being said, I have a fun fact about his contract. If or when he finds a new college gig, college gig. His salary there will deduct from the $40 million that is owed to him by the Carolina Panthers. It will deduct? Yes. So they, the, the, so Panthers, an the Panthers can deduct that from what they owe him. What if he finds another NFL job? Per this uh, Twitter account, this is Spotrack. This is Michael Giannitti. Um, We all know him, of course. KJ Knox. Spotrack's reliable. No, Spotrack is the go-to. Okay, good, good. I need to follow. Oh, I'll hit him with that follow. As it stands, he's owed forty million. Is that correct? He's That's easy. He's eaten the whole family. This is what we call generational wealth. He's doing good. Damn. Ish. So his first, like, if he were to be hired, let's say Nebraska hires him, right? Just throwing that out there. He doesn't care what his dollar figure is because he's making to make the same amount either way. Yes, uh, um, right? because his. It was a seven-year deal, and it's not like he was like poor performance isn't always a four-cause thing in NFL coaches' contracts. Um, 
at least not like in that initial term. And they gave him seven years out of the gate, which is the big difference between mm-hmm. what most coaches would get like a three-year deal. Up yeah. until John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, when they did like seven or ten for them, like most coaching uh, hires were three or five years right out of the gate. He, uh, I, I can't say that I follow the Panthers that closely, but I do follow a lot of Panthers fans, and I've seen them bitching about them for last two years. And I think his legacy will be the quarterback debacle. I mean, just it just never it never made sense what they gave up to get Darnold. They get Darnold in there and that fails. And they go after Baker and I mean I, I Worst QBR in the league. It's bad. It's bad. Um they did all of that while like in the beginning they had Teddy Bridgewater to start with, right? Had, or they had uh, also his quarterback at Temple. Uh, PJ Tucker Johnson, PJ Johnson, PJ Tucker. Oh, he plays basketball. It's a different sport. Um, finally, somebody that was an honest mistake. I'm sorry. I would have made the same one. They brought Cam Um, back last year. No one really talks about that. That was weird as hell. He was terrible. He was bad. I feel, uh, I mean, it was just a debacle. And I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think he would, uh, I didn't think he'd get got this early in the season. I thought they would at least be like uh, flirting with 500 team, but oof. It's a bad, he's in a bad division. Uh, I don't think he's the kind of coach that endears himself well, not because he's unlikable. He's not like a red ass or anything, but he's the kind of coach that needs to be with bad young teams. And he went about building that team in a manner that like doesn't allow for that to happen. Going after him trying to make a quarterback splash early on is not the way like to buy yourself time. You're just using up resources too early on. Like the Jets were bad enough to where Robert Sala walked into having a you know a high round pick. The Pan- the Panthers were never going to get to that point if you go and trade for like a middling quarterback. You had to do it because you have Christian McCaffrey, but the other factor here is they had brand new leadership or brand new ownership, um, which I think Nathaniel Hackett in Denver is going to be on the short list to be gone uh, sooner than he otherwise would have. And this is his first year. I don't think he's going to be gone like mid-year, but I don't see him staying past this point next year if things don't change. Russ or no Russ, whatever the problem is, I think he's going to be in the same bucket as Matt Rule. Oh, well, I forgot the Thursday night game was uh, <laughs> was just – There were two bad games last week. SMU played midweek and then uh, freaking that – Thursday night game was just miserable. Uh, yeah, the Broncos, uh, that Broncos game. What an absolute shit. Broncos Seahawks. No. It was so bad. <sighs> Who do they even fucking play? No, they played the Colts. Broncos. Oh, my God. With no Jonathan Taylor. The Matt, Matt Ryan was somehow worse. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. We that got was, a good meme out of it, though. His teammate staring at him on the sideline, drinking out of the Gatorade bottle. Just think, look at him like. You fucking like they don't. I mean, he's. It's. It's not just like a. It's not just conjecture. Like he. They don't like him. Oh, I know. And that's that's a problem. And it, I guess when it, yeah. that last that last fourth down play when he had a teammate that was wide open or oh receiver wide open and he just didn't KJ see Hamler. him. That dude just took his helmet off and just slammed it down like just absolutely fed up. Yeah, and Melvin Cal- Gordon uh, is the uh, center of that meme. Wisconsin bads are great. Uh, notably, was also. At Vegas, in Vegas, not during our trip, but the trip I made the following weekend, uh, and he very politely just kind of waited for me to 
finish out on the blackjack table before sitting down and like would have embarrassingly outbought in like whatever <laughs> I was sitting there playing with. I was like, oh, you can have a seat. And I didn't see who it was. You playing a high limit? Yeah. Like, yeah here, here's a chair. And he sits down like, he's like, no, no, go ahead and finish up. I'm like, all right. I, again, didn't look, didn't make eye contact. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'm whittling down here. I get up and walk away from the table. I look back over my shoulder. I'm like, fucking Melvin Gordon. He just sat down with no less than like 10 black chips or whatever, you know, like over $3,000 worth of chips. Like just being like, yeah, whatever. Was remember, it like a $5 <laughs> table or what? Remember former uh, Cleveland Cowboy Damon Jones? I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was in, uh, I was at the Bellagio one time and he was at a craps table uh, just playing craps on a big deal. I was like, oh, Damon Jones, that's cool. I come back a year later. He's at the same craps table wearing the exact same outfit. Surely he like went home and changed. I'm not saying he stayed there the whole time. He was on a heater. He had a he had a favorite spot at his casino and he was dressed. He had like red athletic shorts on and the same like black shirt. I can't, it was pretty funny. Same exact spot a year a year later. That's that's bizarre. It's like I love right, that. Man. That 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 sort of uh spins us right into the next couple because uh do we want to look at Kyler's fit? Throw it up, Randy. Yeah, we do. We need to talk about Kyler's fit. We need to talk about Kyler. Speaking of quarterbacks whose teams may not really like him. Okay. This is just this is what we have here is a retro lime green uh suit. What do you even I mean that is a suit, but I don't double breasted um it was like Look like bell bottom. I mean, it's he's going for seventies vibes here. I just don't think he's that guy, pal. He's not. He's not. I saw a lot of people uh, saying that. Oh, like, you took uh, two L's this weekend. Maybe no. not. Maybe not fair. I didn't say it. I think this being- uh, he looks like the lime version <laughs> of Little Sweet uh, from the. Dr. Pepper, uh, Diet Dr. Pepper commercials. Okay. It, it looks like he went into, you know, Prince's closet, dipped it in some lime dye, and said, okay, this is what I'm rocking today. I saw the- uh, I can't talk, but cheese, man. Yeah, this ain't it. I saw an NFL memes account say that he he dresses like uh, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> you know, of the Clinton crime family. <laughs> And um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just don't know that I've ever seen Hill Dog rock something quite like this. But get it, I can't take it off. It's blinding my eyes. I need to see KJ again. That thing, that is one of the most uncomfortable photos. It's a trash outfit. It's so he just doesn't look comfortable. It's like it's like a publicist or something's like no 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 no. We're gonna make a statement today. It's like he stepped out. It's like I feel like I bricked this, but I don't want to go back and change. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with it. It's me wearing my new Jordans into the office the first day. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I hope the boys like it. Here we go. Oh, man. I just wish I could see Kyler and not see Chrissy Teigen face every time I see him. Oh, So wow. it just wrecks really? anything that I see. I don't know why. Just the face. Ooh. It's kind of smushed in there. All right, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, Top's so good. Just- they deserve a touchdown. Yep. <laughs> yep. Justin Tucker. Former Longhorn great? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Arguably the, the greatest NFL Longhorn in history. But greatest career in the in professional sports. 
Calm down. <laughs> in in football, who's who's at a better? Which which Longhorn? Earl Campbell. Uh, Derek Johnson. Good career. Uh, Priest one of, Holmes. One of the best uh, Jamal Charles moves of all time. Fine. Earl all, Campbell. All all good careers. Could any of them be the uh, the goat at their position? He is. He is the goat at his position. He's easily Absolutely. the he's the greatest Westlake Chaparral. What about Big Dick Nick? Fair. We know. We know. Look. No, the answer is Drew Brees. To be to be fair, it says here okay. on the. Uh, <laughs> it says here on the uh, on the rundown. Justin Tucker's BDE KJ. You, I think you put this one. And what is that? I'm not familiar. The dude is incredible to watch. Like there aren't many kickers that I give two shits about really. Um, besides the fact that like you're not expecting him to just go out there and just Sebastian Janikowski it. Like, oh, man, I hope they attempt from 67 this time. Like, you watch Justin Tucker, and you're like, I wonder if this might not be directly down the middle. Like, he's long, accurate, and then kind of talks shit after his kicks a little bit. He pulled, like, the Abby Wambach look where you know, kind of throws out his arms and was like, yeah, motherfucker, of course. He struts around, yeah. I love it. I love it. He's so sick. Yeah. It's tight. I hope he retires before he gets to, like, the the wobbly, like, part of his career where he starts missing some chippies and it's like, eh, what do you do with him? Just, I want to remember him as just a, just a great kicker all around. He had a no yips. entertaining post-game interview. Talk about, um, he said his holder, obviously like the placeholder. What are they, what are they called? Eric the holder. holder. He was the, he said he had a game winning uh, hold. Fast and furious. It was pretty funny. Uh, also, That's good. Justin Tucker also has the voice of an angel. If you're unaware, he's an opera singer too. Who was the cowboy O lineman? Gerard? There was a on like there was a Andre Gerard. Andre Gerard, who was also an opera singer. That's interesting. Uh, which makes more sense for a larger feller. Larger feller. Justin Tucker, I don't know how big he is. How big is he? Give me his measurements. Guess right now. He's I'll uh, look it up. He's six one, uh, 182 pounds. What you got, Dave? He is six one. <laughs> I'm the height guy. I too am looking for like the weight side. I'm 183. Must, I'm the height guy. <laughs> okay. Well, good for him. This motherfucker. He had his page pulled up. That was <laughs> I didn't have it pulled up. <laughs> no, I don't think here. <laughs> He's the go. Uh, but yeah, Justin Tucker, enjoyable to watch. Now, for the moment that uh, we've been putting off, we definitely at least need to say the Bills are exceptionally good, scary good. Josh Allen having like 300 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Good. Like, unquestionably number one in the NFL as a team until something changes. Now, can Micah Parsons change Ooh. any team in the NFL to uh, – can he improve a win total by two or two or more in any team in the league? Oh, can Micah Parsons? Wow. Because I think a lot of Cooper Rush talk is occurring, and it should all be Micah Parsons talk plus more Micah Parsons talk. But And McCarthy talk. And McCarthy, he's managed it well. Kellen Moore too. I mean, you got to if you're going to be critical of those guys when the Cowboys are meh, you got to give them a little bit of props. But Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, the DC as well. For I mean, I don't know how unprecedented unprecedented it is to take someone at his size and, and position and make them an edge rusher and move them around and have them in that many spots on the field. But uh, Dan Quinn saw it and. Did it, wasn't scared to do it, and it's he's an absolute game wrecker. 
He's the best defensive player in the league. I don't think there's really much of an – I mean, Aaron Donald's awesome still, but Michael Parsons is a freak. And the fact that he tweaked his groin yesterday and was coming in and just played through it and was still just blowing dudes off the line. Gross. I did that once in college. <laughs> they let me run scout team. No, nah, he's – He's so he's just so fast, so quick, and so strong. It's it's so much fun watching him play. Two sacks yesterday. Uh, did did you watch? How much of that game did you watch, KJ? Not not enough. Uh, I, I saw the last quarter, so I don't know how the game was controlled. Um, Block. I did see the guy. Yeah, I, I did see the guy uh, tweak his sack in in uh, the London game, but I guess I didn't see this one. Oh. Um, me marbles. Here we go. This is what they would say over uh, there. That's how they talk. Regarding Micah Parsons and Dan Quinn, I'm looking back at the career of Vic Beasley. Uh, former Clemson great. First round draft pick. He was drafted by the Falcons, I believe, when Dan Quinn was the coach. Maybe he was there the next year um, for his first year. But uh, Vic Beasley had 15 and a half sacks one time. Uh, one year uh, later in the career, let's see, four, 15 and a half, five, five, eight. And I only bring him up because he was a very similar um, prospect as far as coming out of college, like at linebacker end, who knows, but then was really used as a pass rush spe- specialist, played a little bit with the Titans. So I want to say maybe that gave Quinn some insight to what he could do with Micah, but I don't know. In my head, I've just been putting it off, like accepting that some of the legendary level talk about Micah Parsons, like it might not be too soon. He's not Lawrence Taylor. Um, I don't know how many teenage girls he knows. So okay. he's got some time to like be up there with the greats. But as of now, he's an exceptional pass rusher. Wow. And so far a better person. All that good analysis <laughs> that legitimately is helpful. Just to set up. One little shot at LT. People do He's forget. He's like back in the media. We just like give people free entree back to like doing commercials and shit. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Uh-huh. When's Warren Sapp coming back? Oh, indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are, uh, this, is, this is one of the most insane Cowboys teams I've ever watched because uh, it goes without saying, like, nobody expected this. But, like, the, the defense, you're like, oh, they were really good last year. Hopefully, you know, if they could just stay about where they were, they can be competitive. But the Eagles got really good. And nobody thought that de- – I didn't really hear anybody say, this is actually going to be a better defensive team. Because they let you know, Randy Gregory, they couldn't keep him. They tried, I believe. But um, he ends up in the, in Denver. And you're wondering, like, what else can they do? And now, like, their secondary – looks really good after, you know, they've always kind of struggled with the with the safety position in the last, I don't know. Do you remember how down years? on this team we were after week one? Everybody was. I mean, Dak got hurt. The offense looked terrible. They lost the game, obviously. I think the only, like, redeeming thing we said was, like, like lost and how badly they looked. It was like the defense looked pretty good. Held them to, like, one touchdown. Yeah, and they did look really one or good, two. but no one cared because the offense looked terrible and they lost the game. It was like, oh, we're, Three in, for points. A, we're in for a long season. Let's hopefully we can get five wins out of the season, whatever. And now the defense is playing so well. Cooper Rush is playing well enough. It'll make me question everything if they go into Philly on Sunday night and win. Gallup is back. 
making plays. Dude, Matt's Galb's back. Uh, Tony Pollard had a, a sick touchdown. Yes. Uh, Zeke looks good. He's not worth whatever they're paying him, but he looked good. He, he looks good. He's not hurting them, and he's way better in pass protection than Tony Pollard, who allowed oh, yeah. Aaron Donald oh, or Jalen Ramsey to just get a free shot on Cooper Rush. But Matt Stafford was getting lit up yesterday, dude. Demarcus Lawrence had the uh, fumble recovery touchdown. It was just a just a beatdown, man. It's weird seeing, like, you watch these games and – you like try to bounce like, okay, well, how good is this other team? Is a bad quarterback? It's a bad line. Like hell they've played burrow. They've played Daniel Jones. Isn't great. Carson Wentz isn't great, but Jones is serviceable enough to like keep his team in it. If you have no quarterback and you know, that's what happened. Stafford is a good quarterback and they made all of those offensive lines look like they had never played together before. Uh, and that's just exceptional. I don't know if um, the tackle that's like six seven, the rugby player who Jordan, uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know his last name off the top of my head, but it was a New Zealand rugby player that the Eagles took a flyer on in the seventh round. Turns out they've got a starting tackle out of it, like tremendous get. Uh, he was out last week for the Eagles uh, or this past week. Like if he's back, this is going to be like the clearest expectation of like we're playing a run first team who's shown success of controlling the offensive line. And if they make them look like that, you know, elite wake me when they start playing the bills. Uh, Cause Ooh. that's the only obstacle I see. We've got wow. an early line on that game. It's a little early to start. Doing I, that. I know a guy. <laughs> game is Sunday night, dude. <laughs> you know, I like to start doing cocaine. I'm like almost <laughs> week before a game starts. <laughs> you think that's what that dude you saw at the casino a year later? He'd just been on a just a serious like, hey, bender. man, you got to go home, man. Like, dude, you have not showered. Eagles. You haven't changed. I'm going to look up favored the... Favored by five. Betting. What is it? The DraftKings Sportsbook. Eagles favored by five. Ooh. Okay. And if that doesn't uh, get you excited about what to talk about Thursday night, we have Bill's Chiefs next weekend. Oh, yes. We have uh, Vikings-Dolphins might be interesting. Um, maybe we'll spend all weekend or all Thursday night on the Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Chargers because the Broncos are getting another prime time Jesus. game. Just it's just more. Wait, what? Russ has got to be like, dude, stop putting me in prime time. It, I, I'm just getting smoked online. I'm getting memed into oblivion. <laughs> I'm getting multiple this memes a, during the game. I'm just, I'm just happy that, like, I mean, obviously, I've been talking. Your trash. ground floor anti Russ. I've been talking trash on Russ. His corniness is just, it makes me cringe so hard. I'm just happy that everyone else gets to see it too. You know, not that I'm the only one who's noticed it, but like now everyone gets oh, to see it. Oh, look at this guy. You know, it's like expose I, this guy. Yeah, it's fine. It's. He's so corny. Fuck baseball. He's so corny, man. Dude, I've watched some baseball. I'm watching some baseball at the bar. Uh, division series are set. Look, let's go Mets. This is tough. My Padres are playing my Dodgers, and look, kind of a kind of a, a house divided, or I guess a human divided. Me being the human, Alyssa doesn't really have a dog in the in the fight. Here. I didn't knew, know that you were a, a Padres or a Dodgers. I'm a fan. Joe Musgrove guy. I've liked him since he was on the Astros. He's just a big, tall dude, and if he. 
after they substance checked him and he just went out there and was throwing nasty stuff, he just he fucking shot the Mets to wipe your nose. Wipe their nose, man. That's disrespectful is that as the, hell. Is he just doing the things that all the kids are, are doing now? He was what either he was either there's a Kenny okay, he one of two ways. He's either like listening to a lot of young thug and uh <laughs> doing that one. That's more likely. Oh or yeah. he's doing the Kenny Powers. Because Kenny Powers famously oh. wiped his nose. Different, but still. Still looks okay. dope either way. I and thought maybe he's doing like the thing that CD does after a first down. That is, that's it. Okay. That's, and I don't, I don't think, I, I thought you weren't allowed to do it anymore. I don't know, but whatever. Um, that was tight. That was tight. And Padres Dodgers will be fun. Watched a little bit of the Mariners. Uh, we were watching some of that here. That mm-hmm. Luis, Luis Castillo. Fun team. Oh, yeah. That dude's nasty. That dude's real nasty. Bill Rodriguez. And, uh, you know, I should I, – I should, Mariners, you know, divisional foe, I shouldn't care. But um, what is this? Their first their first playoff series in, like, what, 20 years? Uh, really I fun say team. since, like, uh, early Ichiro, right? I'm throwing out baseball stuff, and I, I would help it. I would love it if somebody could uh, back <laughs> me up on what I'm saying. Don't, I wish I'm kind of looking could. to you because you're the baseball I guy. Should, I should know more on this. I – I, I famously uh, start to watch when playoffs start, as regular season baseball does very little for me. Which they have. Yes, they have. <laughs> so I will start to pay attention. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm right at that point as well. I will say this: all in on the Mariners, not just because they're playing the Astros, and you know whatever. Still salty about that. The Astros are still heavily favorites, um, heavily favored in that series, but. I really liked the Blue Jays. I think I mentioned this early on in the year and you know, later last year. They were a fun team, and watching the Mariners dismantle that team, even though the Mariners have been like hot and cold and you know getting runs this year. Coming back from being down nine, closing out a series like that, always great to see. It would be so much more fun if we could have Juan Soto and um, um, his name is escaping me, suspended for PEDs, not Manny Machado, but. Oh, Tatis Jr. Tatis Jr. Uh, in that series. I will also put the over-under at .75 uh, for fans in the ICU during this series. I don't know. I'll take the over. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? My last <laughs> every time the Dodgers. It's L.A., Padres, And or San Fran. You give me a combination of those three, I feel like we get a fan maim. Uh, situation involved Dude, here. We had a we had a Cowboys Rams fight in uh in L A last yesterday, and it's the worst fight I've ever seen. It had so so I much was, help yielded. Just why why are their floors so slick? No one could stand up. Dudes weren't even landing, and they were just falling down. And then it took a guy with an oversized foam cowboy hat to come over and break it up. <laughs> Just dude, the worst. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm like, oh shit, this is about to be. Oh, okay. One of the worst yeah. Twitter fights I've ever seen. You got to think there's a facilities person somewhere like, you know what? That might work. Maybe we'll have fans stop beating the shit out of each other if we just get a little more lacquer going. I don't even know if that's what they put on concrete. Was it like Whatever. The, that's the Kurt a Ferguson thing. foam one? Yeah. Okay. I guess it was the Cowboys version. Mm-hmm. Blue. Love that. <laughs> it was phenomenal. I wish it was a wrecking ball one, one of those obnoxious, like, round helmet ones. <laughs> uh, lastly, um, I would be very happy if the Phillies and the Cardinals, retroactively speaking, announced that the loser of that series, uh, one of them had to come up with a better uniform and or never wear 
white and red and in gray and red. Cause every time I checked in on that series, I'm too old man to like sit down and figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, no, Braves I are going to win the East most likely. So, or the national league. So whatever. So I'm looking, there's my, there's my baseball talk. No, that's good. I'm trying to figure out if we're going to get a Castillo Verlander game one. And I don't think Castillo's, yes. I think he's game two. I think he's not. Oh, I, don't think oh, he I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pitch, They're uh, tomorrow. And he pitched yesterday. Okay. Right? Or pitched Saturday. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. That's fine. Still, um, still a sexy series. I'll still pay attention. I promise. Still all in. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, Aaron Judge. I wasn't here for that uh, to be discussed. Weren't you saying that that's I'm, the real home run record? That's kind of your thing. Absolutely not. 62 in act down. Yeah. My Rangers. only thought oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I saw that home run was uh, it was very nice of the Rangers fans to do a quick – um, to pay homage, no. to give uh, attention to no. the fan that once tried to catch foul ball from Josh Hamilton in the old stadium and then didn't make it home that day by the fan jumping over the fence when mm. that was hit. I hate locked that into st- history. I hate that story. It is a terrible. Why story. do you hate it? The guy who died. Statue right outside oh, he died? the stadium. Yeah, he died. It was yeah. like Josh Hamilton not, not, like tried to toss him the ball, and he reached down to get it and flipped over the thing. And I'm assuming landed on his head. Oh, I totally forgot about it's that. It's a, it's yeah, yeah. It it's it was that That's era right. of Rangers baseball is bizarre on many levels, and most of the things have to do with Josh Hamilton. So he fell like between the fence and the yeah. First he row. found it. Yeah. Okay. Where the guy as Terrible. KJ uh, shoehorned in his <laughs> reference jumped down thinking. He'd get a ricochet and he would get the ball and no, I yeah I saw that yeah I forget forgot about the Josh Hamilton thing Mike yeah he preemptively jumped and it triggered me so that's what I, I'm KJ to say. I, you're not alone that I thought about that too but on that note shall we party yeah it's the sports party Jordan Poole and Draymond cleanest punch you've ever seen uh, in a basketball game Draymond is such a punk man. He's just a bully. He's a punk. He argues every single whistle. I can't stand the guy. And Jordan Poole didn't. I don't know what he said. He would he call he called him like a triple single or something. Was that real? I, I, I couldn't know. tell if that was like a fake quote. Because if he did call him a triple single, That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Uh, the Warriors are. They just want a title. They're in the middle. Like they're they're. It's insane. And now Draymond's stepping away. Um. For a week. You got to think about things, you know, come back. Um, that was, I don't I don't know what went on there, but I'm, I'm sure these, we know this, like fights happen in practice. Um, but how the video got leaked to TMZ, somebody's, somebody should lose their job. That's something, that's fireable, right? You can't do that. That's pretty sorry. I well, think some, somebody got yeah. paid too. Yeah, I think that's shitty. Uh, just as shitty as Aaron Rodgers finding a way to make himself a headline by talking shit about his own team after every single week. So under the category of what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room, Aaron Rodgers, potential or perpetual violator, somebody on this uh, staff also should be gone. Um, I need to listen to audio of how to pronounce this gentleman's name. Go ahead, though. <laughs> I don't know. Womanyama. There we go. Thank you. I said that way too confidently. <laughs> it sounded it sounded perfect. Um, Where did this guy? If come you from? watch any, I know France. France. I know, but like, why am I just now hearing his name? 
two weeks ago, I had no idea who this guy was. Now it's it's all everyone's talking. He is. About. Uh, he is. He's 18. I looked it up. That's probably why. Like mm -hmm. he just hit the scene. But my gosh. Yeah, he's like he looks awesome, and you know he's got the he's got the build the KP thing though, KP the Chet thing, just the he's seven two. I don't know. Just two. He's listening at seven two, two hundred nine pounds. He's eighteen again, but just I don't know if that body style holds up to how he plays. But he's gonna be really, really sick for uh, somebody for a little bit. Someone released a picture of him like stretching, and he was shoeless while he was doing it, and it showed his feet. He wears a twenty and a half, by the way. Guys with feet that big, like the Yao Ming thing. What about him? <laughs> they have a hard time keeping their feet healthy. There you go. He's, they lost because of their feet. Like, uh, really? Yeah, his toe is actually in right. the shot. The toe, his toe is like stretching into this shot of this this episode right now. Like we look real closely. Like <laughs> yeah, that man's toe. It's is wrapping around the world and tapping me on the shoulder. It's like it as big absurd. as the watch. The, our new watch <laughs> sign behind Dave's head. That's about how big his one of his feet is. He's a large lad and he's got a lot of promise. But stay healthy, please. I want to watch this guy ball. He's unbelievable. Well, you might he, be able he, to watch him quite a bit because the odds on favorite to tank and or have that first overall pick. The Becky Hammond-led San Antonio Spurs. Oh. Okay. That's my best guess. Will Pop be around for that? Will he stick around to coach this guy? Probably not. He'll, I don't know. You know, he, he named his heir. That's true. He's just still living. And then uh, last one, I added this one. Kind of some breaking news in the world of golf. Uh, Liv might add a cut. Maybe I don't know if it's just at this, this next week's uh, event, but they're trying to get them uh, – world golf ranking points and they've failed in uh, other avenues so they're gonna add a cut and it's the, the ongoing twitter joke is just like oh dude poor pat perez you know all these guys who joined to play less golf spend more time with their family and now there's a cut involved so it's like oh shit i actually have to uh i can't right. go out and shoot 80 and uh still get the bag this headline says rumor live golf tour ready to introduce cuts and expand to 72 holes wasn't a 54 like one of the main selling points that, of the yes league? it was got yeah in fact live is named after it's roman numeral for 54. so surely they can't expand to 72 holes that's embarrassing really thought but... it was a chub salad thing Oob. Uh, shout out to live langdon shout out to all the chub salads out there Anyway, that's the party. Unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about at the sports party we're doing here. Nothing else to party on, um, right. Tom Kim is him. No, Tom Kim no. is him. I don't know, man. Uh, you want to run it back? It's a it's a shorty today. Hold Let's on. Let's run it back. Let's do something real quick. Todd's so good, they deserve a touchdown. Let's run it back. Actually, my, my first run it back. Of course, running back is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Uh, the first one says, Sonic Tots are so good, they deserve a touchdown. Non-spawn, by the way. Cool Adam was right. Halloween do be hitting. <laughs> Haynes King, noted ugly crier Jeez. and ugly thrower of the football. All right. <laughs> Micah Parsons hurt his groin, but was still blowing dudes off the line. You ever done that? You ever hurt your groin? Um, I've tweaked it, yeah. I bet you have. I was tweaking off that 2CB. Really? You had a drug-induced strain of your groin. Well, it made me very active. I was just you know bouncing off You didn't know your limits. Right. Uh, someone added me marbles. Not sure who what that say means it, or who added it. Somebody tore their sack in, in London, KJ said. So say it in like a, a way ye old Brit would say. Me it. marbles. They told me marbles. That's Irish. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no. I don't know why I went to Irish on that. It's, uh, you know. 
How do you do it? Say it with a British accent. Me marbles, me, me marbles. lord. I told them. That's like Victorian era. Yeah, it's old school. Um, KJ remembers that fan who died catching a toss from Rangers great Josh Hamilton. Yes, he did. That concludes run it back. Is there anything else we could we could run it back on? So that's not how we close. Um, Quinn, yours is really good. Todd's so good, they deserve a touchdown. Yep. They deserve a touchdown. <laughs> what does that mean? Dude, all right, all right. New <laughs> bet, new losing uh, like dip picks. You have to go to, to Sonic, and you have to order Tot so good, they deserve a touchdown. He wrote, he wrote the, his own script here, surely. This isn't copy that Sonic sent him. No. It, someone who looks at a lot of copy yeah. from agencies and brands. Tot's so good. They did not come up with that. They deserve it. Give them six points. They deserve that Just touchdown. Just give them Hell, go for two. Let's get eight. <laughs> the book says go for two here. Anyway, it's definitely up there with have a happy football. Have a happy football. Oh, our our office party. By the way, have I seen KJ an invitation to that? I'm not sure I have. He'll probably be in Wisconsin. Our office party is during Texas, Oklahoma State. We'll we'll just have the TV on is what I'm saying. Ooh, I don't know if I want to be around you because when your team wins the big game, it's good. But when your team doesn't win the big game. You better look out. Buster. Buster. You're a loose cannon. Not good at all. KJ, thank you. You're the man, KJ. Randy, as always, pleasure. <laughs> That's what I meant to do. I did that backwards. My brain's too fucking old to be able to keep up. <laughs> we will see y'all Thursday. Bye-bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Top's so good, they deserve a touchdown.